What we need to know today, peak hurricane season, how to get prepared, learn about ways homeowners can prepare for a hurricane season, and why it's important to contact your insurer to make sure you're covered. And on the hotline right now, now, we've got Dr. Ian Jimanko, lead research meteorologist at Insurance Institute for Business and Home Safety, and Michael Richmond Crum, director of Personal Lines and Counsel at American Property Casualty Insurance Association. And how are we doing today there, gentlemen? We're doing good? Yeah, doing great. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's uh, my pleasure. My, my pleasure. All right, so whoever wants to take this question, uh, when should you prepare for hurricane season? Yeah, it's always a great time to prepare for hurricane season, even if it's not hurricane season. But, you know, we all kind of procrastinate and let things slide. But we still have some time. The Atlantic's been generally quiet this year, but we've seen some bubbling up of, of some activity. So now's a good time. You can do some of those small things that are around your home that, mm-hmm. that are, one, low cost, just a little bit of energy, like sealing up cracks around your doors and windows, taking your home inventory and checking out, making sure you don't have any tree limbs overhanging your roof. So those are some things this is a great time to do while we've got this lull in the tropics, and then uh, we're headed into the peak season, and, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's a good suggestion about the tree limbs, because a lot of the times, I know we had a superstorm here in New Jersey, and it was the tree limbs that came down and damaged roofs and did a lot of damage to uh, power lines and stuff like that. So, yeah, that, that would be it. And you never know when you're going to be uh, hit by that because here in the Northeast, we very rarely get hit by hurricanes. But like you say, you never know. All right. So why is it important to be ready in advance for the hur- hurricane, I guess, to uh, lessen the damage, correct? Yeah, it's, it's, it's one to always be ahead of the storm, right? To have your plan, have all those actions in place. And if you think about in the Northeast where you have to deal with nor'easters, too, and, and mm-hmm. severe thunderstorms, all these tips play a role in that. So, so have everything you need ready. Uh, do those little things around your home, especially looking for things that could become flying debris, that kind of stuff. Um, and it, it, one, helps reduce some of the anxiety that just comes with severe weather in general. And two, one, protects your home in the process. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, let's uh, hear from uh, Mike Richmond Crum about uh, what are the uh, low-cost ways homeowners can prepare for hurricanes. And it's a smart move because the less damage you have on your house, the less likely your premiums are going to go up in the future, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, taking those sort of simple preliminary steps is really kind of the best thing you can do right off the bat. You know, take a walk around your house, look around, see what loose items you've got that could become debris during a windstorm. I mean, you know, one of the great examples is say you've got a back patio, you got one of those umbrellas, you know, attached to a, a dining room table. We all know those things will take off in a in a stiff windstorm. You know, you want to you want to check on your generator if you've got one. And if you don't, you know, think about getting one. Give it a give it a crank. Turn it on. Make sure it works, because, you know, in, you know, post event situations, you know, there's not a lot, whole lot of power. And having it is really, really important. You know, my you name clean out your gut is. In, oh, yeah. go ahead. oh, no, I was I was going to uh, touch on what you just said about generators. Um, I have uh, two of them. One's a backup. My neighbor across the street didn't have one. And when his basement flooded, it, his deductible was $1,000. And I said to him, you know, for $500, you could add a generator because his sump pump stopped working. He could have plugged it right into the generator. So it's it, it's it, it just seems to me that everybody should have like a backup generator, especially if they have a sump pump, correct? 
Yeah, absolutely. You want to get, you know, you want to take those initial steps to be prepared in advance. You know, they say, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? It's Mm -hmm. the same thing here. You just make sure you go through that list. You take a look at what you need, what you think you're going to need, get, get them to get it all together and and make sure you've got it because you, you could end up saving you a lot of money. It could end up saving your life, to be honest with you. It really depends on the circumstances. While I got you. So uh, today could be a good day tomorrow whenever to contact your insurer about coverage prior to hurricane season because I had a, a bolt of lightning hit my house once and my microwave was just plugged in. It didn't have any surge protection and it blew out the microwave. When I called the insurer, they go, okay, we're going to prorate it. But now I have replacement value. So that's important, right? Yeah. So there's a couple of different ways you can go about it. You can have actual cash value uh, for your coverage, which basically, you know, pays the cash uh, in hand. Uh, but, you know, that takes into account depreciation. So it's it's less expensive on the premium side. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you get a little bit less coverage, whereas a lot of people sort of think of home and homeowners insurance as sort of, you know, something happens to my house, they pay to replace it all. And mm-hmm. that's what the replacement value coverage is. You want, you know, it, it it's a kitchen table discussion as to where you want to spend your money and how you want to spend it. Um, so that's something to consider that you've got a couple different avenues to go down. But if you want to get back to to, to square, you know, replacement value is kind of the way to go. And that can also be a hedge against inflation too, right? If you have that coverage. Yeah. You want to make sure that you're taking inflation into consideration what's going on. Um, you know, we've seen a lot, a lot of inflation over the last couple of years, housing prices have increased. You want to make sure that that's incorporated. So if you've got those, you know, those specific policy um, characteristics um, that address that, you know, that that is a bit of a hedge against inflation. And it's something that, you know, it, it gets you to that peace of mind point where, you know, you're going to be covered no matter what the changing circumstances are around you. Gotcha. All right. So, uh, Doctor, we're in hurricane season now, right? We are. We are headed right up into the, the peak of hurricane season, which is, a, which is basically the, the first two weeks of September. We often see activity continue all the way through kind of mid-October, mid to late October. For, you know, those in New Jersey are going to remember Sandy for sure, uh, Halloween. Um, so things can hang on that long before we start to get into the, the late fall and, and winter where things really wind down. But we're headed up to the peak. It's been quiet so far. Uh, but if you ask folks that, that dealt with even Sandy all the way back 30 years ago to, to Hurricane Andrew, it's just about that one. They just want to know if that one, that one big storm's coming. So it's important to stay ahead and take some of the, these tips that Mike and I are talking about today. Yeah, when it came down to, as you discussed, Superstorm Sandy that hit New Jersey, uh, really it was at the last minute it just turned inward. <laughs> Basically had a day or two warning when it came to that. And uh, not only did homes sustain damage, but cars were flooded out. Uh, people had to replace basements and boilers and all that stuff there. So now, right now would be the time to review auto and, and home insurance to make sure every, everything is covered, right? Yeah, absolutely. You really want to pull out those insurance copies if you got them in paper, you know, dust them off, make sure everything's up to date that you've got them. But, you know, one of the great things, about being alive today is everything's kind of on the internet and on the web. And so you've got that accessibility, mm-hmm. but you're absolutely right. You know, auto is one of those things people don't really think about a lot when it comes to flood, because you know, it's, you think about your home, right. Mm-hmm. But you know, 
floods destroy a lot of cars too. And I think one other feature that, or one other characteristic that I think people need to be aware of is that you've got your standard homeowner's policy, but flood insurance is separate. Mm-hmm. You want to take the time to, to understand that distinction and talk to your insurance provider about that, see if they offer it. And if not, the National Flood Insurance Program through FEMA will offer it, so you can talk to them. So if you're not in a, in a flood zone, it's still a good idea to, to get it anyway, right, from what you're saying here? Absolutely. You know, they say where it rains, it floods. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just you got to be honest with yourself and take a look around and see see what your circumstances are. A lot of people just kind of, you know, they, they look at the flood situation. And they'll be like, well, you know, that's an area I can take a risk on. Well, right. you know, it, it, it seems like a good idea until it happens. And it does happen. It happens to a lot of people. Unfortunately, we saw that with Harvey in, uh, uh, in Texas. Yeah. And, and some people will say, well, that happens once every hundred years. Well, <laughs> it's best to be covered for it. And I'll tell you, the coverage is minimal. I just added on to my own policy, coincidentally, last week, where I'm going to get better car replacement for $7 a month. You can't beat that, right? It's not a lot of money. No, really. I mean, elevating you know the protection of your policy usually is definitely worth, worth the, the expense. Yeah. You know, that little extra money month to month you know, goes a long way if you need it. Well, this has been uh, really great. Dr. Ian Giamanco is the Senior Director for Standards and Data Analytics and a Lead Research Meteorologist at the IBHS Research Center. Uh, And and I'll tell you, this is great. And Michael Richmond Crum is the Director of Personal Alliance and Counsel at American Property Casualty Insurance Association. Gentlemen, a lot of great information. I'm sure we helped a lot of people today and put it right in front of them so they can take action before they get hit with the losses, correct? Absolutely. Stay ahead of things. Take some of these steps, give you that peace of mind, reduce some of the anxiety when you have to hit the go button. And some of the things Mike and I talked about span all forms of severe weather, winter weather, thunderstorms, hurricanes, you name it. So it's great stuff out there for everybody. Where can people go to get more information regarding this? Yeah, for us, please check out disastersafety.org. We have our what we call our ready guides. Uh, we cover everything, winter weather, wildfire, hurricanes, severe thunderstorms. It's got this list of all the great tips from the small stuff to the big stuff. So disastersafety.org, check it out. A lot of great stuff there you can do to uh, make your home ready for the next storm. Awesome. Gentlemen, thanks a lot for joining us today. Much appreciated. Thank you, Tommy. My pleasure. I appreciate it. My pleasure.